Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Now, in this so-called Lord's Prayer, Christ gives us an incomparable model for all prayer. First, it's based on relationships. Secondly, it teaches us that right prayer begins with worship. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallelujah. Did you ever notice then, we'll look at it just briefly and come back to it later on in the week, but you could turn over to Acts 4 for just a moment and see the early church at prayer. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the classic series, What Jesus Taught About Prayer by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, see the name of Jesus is not in this prayer. So he changes the way of praying. Whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Now notice the 24th verse. Hitherto. Hitherto. Hitherto means up till this time. Till now, you've asked nothing in my name. So that's the reason, you see, here at the beginning of his ministry, he said to the disciples, you pray after this manner. Now at the end of his ministry, when another day is coming, he changes their way of praying. Can you see that? I said, can you see that? So he said, hitherto, you've asked nothing in my name. See, in this, what we call the Lord's Prayer, you don't ask anything in his name. So he said, hitherto, you've asked nothing in my name. Now ask, glory to God, and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, Christ's law of prayer may be thus summarized. See, there are some things we learn here now that bless us and help us. Number one, he grounds prayer upon relationship. He said, when you pray, say, Our Father. That's relationship, isn't it? Hallelujah, Our Father. Paul said, there in Ephesians 3, 14, For which cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. Now you see a lot of folks just glibly say, well, God's the Father of all of us. No, he isn't. He's the creator of all of us. But he's not the Father of all of us. Amen. Amen. Jesus said in John eight forty four to the Pharisees, who were the very strictest sect of the Jewish religion, they lived the strictest life. Paid tithes even. He mentions about them paying tithes of all that they possess. Paying tithes of even herbs, anus and cumin. And yet he said to those Pharisees in John eight forty four, Ye are of your father the devil. Well, he meant the devil's their spiritual father. The devil certainly wasn't their physical, natural father. So you see, prayer is based on relationship. Thank God I've come into the family of God. Hallelujah. Now, in this so-called Lord's Prayer, Christ gives us an incomparable model 
for all prayer. First, it's based on relationships. Secondly, it teaches us that right prayer begins with worship. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallelujah. Did you ever notice then, we'll look at it just briefly and come back to it later on in the week, but you can turn over to Acts 4 for just a moment and see the early church at prayer. You remember after Peter and John in the third chapter, the man at the gate called Beautiful had been healed and that Peter and John were taken in question by the Sanhedrin and that they were brought before the council, that they were threatened, that they were commanded to preach and teach no more in the name of Jesus. And Acts 4, 23 says, and being let go, that is Peter and John, were threatened now, commanded to preach and teach no more in the name of Jesus. Being let go, they went into their own company and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. And when they had heard that, they lifted up their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, thou art God. They began to worship him, to magnify him, to praise him, to honor him right first of all. Thou art God which made heaven and earth and the sea and all that in them is. Hallelujah and so on. Now, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now you see, used as a farm, not a prayer, but a farm. The Lord's Prayer is dispensationally upon legal grounds, not church grounds. You see, it's not a prayer, like I said, in the name of Jesus. It makes human forgiveness as under the law it must, the condition of divine forgiveness. Forgive us, notice, forgive us our debts or our trespasses as we forgive our debtors or those who trespass against us. That's not the way we forgive. Are you listening? You see, uh, forgiveness under the new order, under the new covenant is by grace. Both on God's part and our part. Now notice Ephesians chapter 4 verse 32. And you can see the difference readily. Paul here is writing, well I like to put it this way, the Holy Ghost through the Apostle Paul said to the church at Corinth, and it applies to the church in Tulsa or wherever you are from. Amen. To believers today. Notice this now. The fourth chapter of Ephesians and the 32nd verse. And be ye kind, be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another. How? As they forgive you? No, no. Even as God, for Christ's sake, that's grace, bless God, has forgiven you. Now again, here I think to get a more clear picture of what he's saying, let's back up to the 30th verse. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby you're sealed unto the day of redemption. That's what's happened in the life of so many Christians. They've grieved the Holy Spirit of God by which they are sealed unto the day of redemption. 
Let all bitterness among believers, yes, Christians, husbands, wives, children, parents, let all bitterness and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind. Everybody say kind. Be ye kind one to another. Tender-hearted. Hard-hearted? No, tender-hearted. Forgiving one another. Now you see, God knew that we'd need to forgive one another. Amen? He's writing to Christians. He isn't writing to sinners. Sinners can't do that. They're not sealed with the Holy Spirit of God unto redemption. They don't have the love of God shed abroad in their hearts by the Holy Ghost, do they? Amen. Forgiving one another. He knew we'd need to forgive one another. Well, now why? Well, because we're still human, you know. We may be sons of God, all right, and our spirits may be born again, but you're still living in the flesh that hasn't been born again. And that flesh has a nature that's not real good. <laughs> Amen. That flesh will still want to hit you. You know, you hit me, I'll hit you. You talk about me, I'll talk about you. You spit on me and I'll spit on you. You can't do me that way and get by with it. I took just about all I'm going to take. Huh? Amen. Oh, you never have been there. <laughs> Amen. No. You see, some people just in the natural, their personality. I don't know about you, but there's some folks, their personality just rubs me the wrong way. You don't know anybody like that. Some preachers, bless our good, good folks. Good folks, saved, filled with the Holy Ghost. But somewhere or another, they're, 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 they're physical beings. Somewhere or another. I know their spirits are right towards God, but there's something about them that all just rubs my fur the wrong direction. <laughs> but I'm to be kind. Now, you see, you know, you need to, you need to explain the Word of God. Now, that's what a teacher does is explain the Word of God. You, you see, some folks... We'll try to use this scripture, you see, to get by with their sinning. And they'll defraud you, steal all your money. And intend to, as soon as you can get a, few, a little bit more made, steal it. But they'll remind you, now, now don't you know the Bible said to be kind one to another? I know I stole you blind, but you're supposed to be kind toward me. <laughs> Tenderhearted, forgiving. Yeah, I'm going to steal again just as soon as I get the chance, you know. It's amazing, you know, how, how that the devil can use Scripture for his own purpose. Sure, if people who have done wrong want to repent and will repent and straighten up, praise God. And we're going to love those that don't anyway, but you can't just go ahead and fellowship with them. Because if they've already stabbed you in the back once, they're liable to do it again. Amen. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. 
You see, the same Bible said, Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect, you see. God wants us to live holy lives. Now, we're going to love those folks that don't. We're not going to love their unholy acts, but we're going to love them and do our best to get them to straighten up. Are you listening to me? But I've seen Christians, see, there's two sides to the coin. I've seen Christians, you know, got out of fellowship with God and, and just done some of the most terrible things, you know, and really had no intention of straightening up. You talk to them and they wouldn't even admit that they'd done wrong. Well, now the Bible said for you to love me. Well, I love you all right, but I sure don't love your deeds. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. Lynette's Bargain Bag, Activating Your Faith Package. The mini book, Faith Takes Back What the Devil's Stolen by Ken Hagen. The mini book, Blueprint for Building Strong Faith by Ken Hagen. The book, Speak to Your Mountain by Ken Hagen. The slimline book, The Real Faith by Kenneth E. Hagen. The book, Exceedingly Growing Faith by Kenneth E. Hagen. And the single CD, Words by Kenneth E. Hagen. These are being offered for a price of $19.95. Don't delay. Act right now. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. For even faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. Well, you know, in July, right into this month, yeah. camp about meeting. two weeks from now or yeah. so, uh, we're going to have uh, our camp meeting. Yes. July the 20th through the 25th right, right here, here on the Raymond campus. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, if you want to find out about it, you can go to our Raymond.org and the information's there. Yes. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, What Jesus Taught About Prayer. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.